You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Welcome to Cannon Fodder, a behind-the-scenes look at the Glass Cannon Network. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Cannon Fodder. It is Wednesday, August 30th, 2023, and I'm your good pal, Joe O'Brien. And I'm Troy in the trenches, LaValley. You are in it. Can you believe it's August 30th? It's, it's crazy, like dude. Summer is over. Thank dude. goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness. Back to school. Weather's going to start changing, and you are you're in the weeds you got a you got a big uh you have a big launch of a new show coming in a couple weeks here yeah it's uh it's really creeping up on us and uh i've gone from excited to uh just angry uh at the amount of work why is that isn't everything done troy isn't everything ready to go no i'm you know i want to be very hands-on here at the beginning you know because part of our our scaling efforts is that you know stuff that we did during uh, the, the original Glass Cannon Podcast campaign one, where we're handing off to other people. We have a staff now that can do a lot of the editing and compiling and stuff, the shit that you and I were doing uh, for 300-something episodes. Um, but as we start this process, I want to be super hands-on with it. So I'm doing the edit, and uh, it's just uh, – I haven't I haven't had to do this in a long time, and – being such a perfectionist and learning a new uh we're using new software and everything it's just a real real finicky pain in the ass and uh episode one is what i'm working on now and it's long it's there's a lot going on and you know having the video component having the audio tied to the video all the video stuff that we've done since we you know opened up and expanded into streaming has been unedited for the most part now our live shows i edited like the first four or five and then we've had an editor ever since like Glass Cannon Live 6. And so I wouldn't have to worry about that. But those edits are, they're compiling. We're not really pulling out content. We're just you're picking the best shots. So that's, even that is a different kind of edit than this because we're removing stuff. We're removing flubs. We're removing moments that didn't work and having to do the audio and the video. It's just it really dice a, rolls that didn't go our way. Yeah. Changing dice rolls and whatnot. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just <laughs> like a, we always did with Giant Slayer. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. And, uh, you know, it'd be one thing if that's all we had going on, but there's just uh, there's a lot of crazy, fun, exciting stuff happening behind the scenes. But uh, I'm having trouble uh, seeing the forest through the trees right now because I said to you right before we started, I'm like, September 14th seems in many ways very far away and in many ways not. Like, yeah. it's, it's happening very soon. Yeah, we got a packed schedule in between now and then. And so, yeah, there's a lot of little details that have to happen, a lot of T's that have to be crossed, I's have to be dotted. So it's, it is a little bit, uh, stressful. I always wonder if like, like a big, like a Game of Thrones season premiere, right? Game of Thrones season premiere. Like, yeah. when is it fully, fully done and in the hands of those that will distribute it, broadcast it? Like the actual, <laughs> digital file like i'm curious right. if it's like oh it's done seven months before release they have, <laughs> or is it like the week before you know I'm, I'm just curious like up until when do they continue working on major tv shows before broadcast i'd love yeah, that insider info 
I wonder. I mean, this really does feel like a TV show, though, at this point. It, it looks like a TV show, and, and the amount of things that are going into like the compiling of episodes, it's so much more. I just showed you guys the intro yesterday. Oh, 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 oh that I intro? Mean, dude, it, it looks like a fucking TV show. I just working on the Session Zero video, because I wanted to, you know, all the stuff with Glass Cannon right now, I'm just being super... Um, super helicopter parenty around. So I like, I compiled that and putting together, I just want everything to look and feel different than what we've done. I want it to feel like an upgraded experience. And, uh, it really, I just, I look at everything else that's out there and I'm not a, I'm not a comparison person. That's not, I, I don't like, uh, covet my neighbor's goods. I'm just like, I see what's out there and I say, we're going to do it better. Everything that's out there, we're going to do it better so that we, we, we stand out. And I think that this show, um, when it premieres, it, it, people get right out the gate. Be like, "Holy shit, uh, this looks different than everything else." And you know what nerds love? Change. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Sometimes you got to take a nerd by the hand and say, "Come on, it's twenty twenty three. Let's go, nerd. Time to time <laughs> to sit at me. the cool kids table." <laughs> uh, no, I'm so excited for it. I, you know, of all the other stuff we have going on, of all the other great games that I'm playing and a part and a part of, I just want to stop do stop doing all of it and sit <laughs> and watch the premiere like with the niche of GCP2 because it's just so good. It's so good. Do you think you can't wait to show it off? Do you think you'll watch on opening night? Or are you going to watch football? Uh, I will watch on opening night. Yeah. Yeah. I, I well, you know, <laughs> we'll watch what I can. It's uh, it's it's a chunky app. It is ep. a chunky app. Uh, well, you got Lions Chiefs starting at eight twenty that night. It's, t- it's a tough call, man. Depends yeah, I on who, it I, depends guess it depends on on who I draft. Depends on who I draft. Exactly. <laughs> depends on who's alive. Do I have Amon Ra? Uh, all right, let's uh, talk turkey and not talk for a single second about sports. You can just hear the skipping uh, button being hit as soon as you mention an NFL athlete. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we will talk a little bit of sports later, though, because we got some fun uh, fantasy and survivor stuff going on for the nation. If you are a sports fan, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that in a second. We'll, we'll talk about Session Zero, which happened last Friday. That was awesome. Uh, yeah. We'll would love to talk a little bit more about that, but uh, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Um, the side quest side stitch finale is this week. Is people don't be know that, dude. Yeah, people don't know that. So it's kind of like, oh, how long is it going to go? Well, we're here to tell you. It ends this week. Uh, this but is it. fear not. It ends with a nice chunky ep. Uh, we went long to uh, to finish. So it's it's a nice chunky ep this week. And uh, it's, a, it's a really fun finale. So looking forward to you guys checking that out. And, uh, and then we're going to talk uh, some more about Twitch and, uh, ooh, and some news on Baldur's Gate. So we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. Right now, I want to talk about Session Zero. I want to dig in on Session Zero. So if you haven't listened at all to Session Zero, actually, it's fine. Because if you watched the character videos, then you already know a lot of the direction that people were going. And I think this is the first time we can really sit down and say, you know, that I can get, you know, kind of a reaction from you as the GM going into Gatewalkers, knowing that we're setting up a party and this is spoilers. So if you guys want to, you know, not listen to this until you listen to session zero, I totally understand. But classes, um, ancestries, mainly classes. Uh, we're talking fighter, monk, uh, fighter, monk, investigator, psychic, cleric mm-hmm. is the, the lineup. What were your thoughts as these cla- classes all came together uh, for for Gatewalkers as Session Zero went on? What, what were what were your first impressions? 
Uh, I thought it was a pretty good mix. I, I feel like it's a pretty well-rounded group. I was uh, I was hoping someone would play Thaumaturge. Um, you were you were on the fence there for a while, and then just yeah, you kind of fell out of love with it a little. I felt like, and uh, no one else was into it. Um, so. I think that's fine. I mean, I think that uh, Investigator Psychic and Thaumaturge, it's sort of built for those three classes in many ways, but you got to have uh, a fighter, and so you have that now. Uh, well, the Thaumaturge I, is a fighter. Sure, but uh, is it going to lay out the same amount of damage as a pure martial fighter? I think so. Maybe even really? more. Yeah. Um, well, for a campaign that's built for it, because it's yeah. all designed around, like, knowing, you know, it's all, it's all designed around getting bonus damage for knowledge of, like, supernatural and strange uh, creatures. Like, that's kind of the, the vibe. Yeah. I imagine the fighter is still going to outpace um, damage. Yeah, overall, I'd be curious but... to see people's thoughts on that. Professor Eric, right in. Colin. Uh, but uh, I, I didn't really – I don't really have a uh, – I'm not like bothered by classes unless it's like, oh man, we've had so many of those. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I, I was I was happy with the mix. Um, I was surprised no one went rogue. You know, usually when you have five, someone goes rogue or goes bard. I'm glad we don't have a bard because I hate bards. I think they're stupid. Um, so I, I I I like the I like the mix that we have. I'm interested to see what the psychic does. Obviously, we have a bunch of episodes in the can, so I know what the psychic can do. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, but you know what you know? Tip of the iceberg. Tip of the ice. Yeah, that's true. And at the time of categorization, I really didn't know anything. Um, it's just that because we've, we've done some, some episodes now, I know a little bit more about, uh, what, uh, what he can do. I can't say the name because, uh, not everybody has listened, but, um, yeah, I was, pr- I was pretty happy, pretty happy with the makeup. Yeah, I was too. I thought there was a good, uh, a good variation. I love how you said like, when well, you need a fighter, um, and then we sort of during our character video, we were like, oh, well, you know, Pathfinder 2 is really built so that you don't need a cleric. And, uh, you know, the more that I think about it, the more I'm like, that's not true. You just have to have a cleric. So let's stop lying to ourselves. Yeah, I feel like there's a real uh, lie going on or it's the kind of lie that like people who know the game really well just want to make other people feel bad by being like, <laughs> if you know how to play the game, you don't need a cleric. Right, exactly. Sure. Uh, sure. Okay. But we put in a lot of hours. Well, we you don't know how to play the game. So <laughs> there. So. We need a cleric. No, it is. It's like the pound for pound. Well, you need healing expertise. You need spec healing expertise. I feel like it just it's just a smart way to play. And if you don't get it from a cleric, it is uh, it's just not going to be as potent in some cases. And wherever it is as potent, that's great. But the point is, you are focusing everything on building a healer. You're not like doing awesome other shit and can dabble in healing. And that <laughs> covers you for cleric. It's just right. not it doesn't it doesn't cover. So, uh, yeah, I'd be curious. I'd be curious. Uh, Professor Eric could also uh, send me some of his thoughts on what classes he has seen built specced for healing that work just as well or as potent as a cleric. Uh, I'd love to see how that how that shakes out. But it is it, it feels good to have some martial characters, some, you know, uh, specialized characters. Investigator really replaces rogue. Investigator is a rogue. Yeah. And uh, a, a psychic is going to, you know, going to replace maybe our, what would be a wizard, right? Maybe. I, I don't really I don't know. know. I don't think it's, it's like a blaster type spellcaster. That's what you're. Well, neither really, is a wizard. Yeah. A wizard we, just, it's a spellcaster. Well, it's, it's an somebody, evocation wizard. It could be, you know. Um, no, of course. But I'm <clears> saying like, that's not, a wizard is not a blaster by definition. They can like be a sorcerer all different kinds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really more about, um, 
you know, be, being able to deal with things that are maybe incorporeal or things that just martial characters or have a tougher time with. Can the, can the psychic fill those gaps? The investigator can fill a lot of into, um, uh, skill gaps, which is great. And then, yeah, cleric will have magical spells as well, divine spells and, and be able to hopefully heal and all that kind of stuff. So an arranged monk. Uh, I think that's, uh, that's really cool. That's um, really, really cool. Uh, yeah. and, and the thing about the ranged monk is the way Kate built it in session zero. It feels a lot like, feels a lot like it's, um, like she could do melee when pressed, you know, like yeah. it, it can, it, it can happen. It's not like if, if something gets up in her face, she's effed like that. It feels like she could still hold her own. So that's fun. Yeah. Like it's, you can build a ranger, you know, that, uh, that is just, that just uses an arrow. And sometimes even though their dex is high, when, it, when the enemy advances on a ranger, if they don't have access to another, uh, like, skill at that point it, it gets a little tricky for a ranger up well they would it, need to have if, agile weapons basically yeah, yeah yeah um so i i think i think kate will fare well um just having the ability to drop that bow and start kicking and punching yeah yeah just using unarmed attacks that's yeah. a cool idea we'll see how it all shakes out i i jumped ahead on this a little bit more than i meant to um i i do want to say for those of you that may know the classes from the character videos but haven't heard session zero yet because it didn't air yet it is airing on friday uh we you know we did it on twitch so it's on twitch but this and the friday, vod's are unlocked you can go watch everything now um right the vod's are all unlocked on twitch which is an important detail we were doing that through the rest of the year we talked about this on fodder last week mm-hmm. you can go watch the vod of the whole session zero and i recommend you do it i think it was great and there's a little easter egg at the end not like it's hidden but there's a fun little bonus at the end so uh definitely check out session zero and get at the very very end a little glimpse of some of the changes you're going to see with glass cannon campaign too um i was real proud of that yeah Um, but yeah friday this friday uh on the gcp feed will be an audio only version of session zero so you'll hear that and then and it'll hit youtube as well um we and waited a week yeah. for various reasons, but that's not the the normal release cadence. Will be Thursday night premiere, uh, VOD available immediately, podcast available at midnight, so you'll be able to get it right away. It's just we're we're stretching this out to kind of fill the time here between now and the release, which is two weeks from Friday. So two weeks from Friday, yeah. the, the podcast will drop. Two weeks from Thursday, two weeks from tomorrow, is the premiere on Twitch, or I'm sorry, on on YouTube. Uh, a YouTube premiere special, 8 p.m. Eastern. So, man, we're closing in. So next week's going to yeah, be dude. a juicy FOD. It'll be – well, it'll be – there will be one more FOD before the actual premiere, but we'll be in the final week before the premiere. We'll be able to talk all about the SideQuest Side sesh, uh, Season 2 finale. Yeah. And we will uh, – We'll be able to get a little bit closer to Labs returning in some fashion. So Labs is going to return in September, uh, but you had a fun idea. Why don't you talk about your idea? Because this is such a crazy month for us. Uh, and we went around asking who wants to run games. Everybody was like, are you shitting me? Do you know how much work we have on our <laughs> plate right now with the premiere of Campaign 2? Uh, why don't you uh, talk about your idea? Yeah, so Labs was meant to be a, a way to explore new games without putting a lot of uh, – 
effort isn't the right word, but like just be able to explore more games without like it being a huge fucking production, like everything we put out. Because a lot of times we want to play games and try new systems, but, um, you know, we just get in the habit of like, let's do a three episode arc. Let's do a 20 episode series. Let's do that. And it costs a lot of time and money and whatnot. We just want to try new games in a, uh, in a safe place, uh, uh, where we can see if we would like it or not and not worry too much about, uh, perfecting everything like we do with the rest of our productions um but unfortunately as, as time has gone on and this isn't surprising we just we haven't had as much time to do it the way it's intended so i can see um you know especially as we finish out the year and go into next year labs being more of a sporadic thing and not a weekly thing like all right let's get in the we're, we're gonna get in the labs this week uh because people are excited to play this game but for september where we took august off with all the gen con stuff and the finishing the preparations for uh you know, campaign two, we were like, well, I don't want to take another month off. And I said, ooh, what if I just fucking play Baldur's Gate? Uh, <laughs> people are really excited about this. It's coming out for the PS5 uh, next week. And uh, it's been on PC for, for a month now at this point, it feels like. And uh, I was like, I think this will be a fun thing to do. It's using the 5e rule set. I'm, I I beat original sin uh too and so i'm very familiar with the how that all works i'm like i think people would be way into this and i can commit to doing that uh every thursday uh except like one in september yeah every thursday except one because we'll be uh recording get in the trunk <laughs> it's yeah. already like booked that we had that day for getting the trunk uh but yeah it's it's a, it's an exciting prospect, and uh, I, I wish you all the luck in the world. I'm excited to try it out when it comes out for PS5. I, I could have gotten it on PC, but I I'm just not in a rush right now. I've got too much going on, so I'm I'm going to wait for that. But I'm really psyched for. I just found out that Starfield is coming out like the same day. The same oh, day. I did it's not like know that. Two yeah. of the biggest games are coming out the same day. I so knew it was like, coming um, because I saw some complaints from some nerds, and I was like, oh shit, do I have to buy an Xbox now? I was thinking about that, and I was like, I can't. It just can't. seems like such a waste. Yeah. I mean, one I, thing yeah, if it was I, Elder Scrolls, I don't think I'd give it a second thought. I'd be like, well, I have to buy an Xbox now. <laughs> <laughs> it will be, won't it? Won't there be? Isn't there like a, isn't there a six coming? Um, An Elder Scrolls six? Yeah, 2025, maybe. I mean, it's really long, long time. It's yeah. crazy. Our friendship began before Skyrim came out. <laughs> like it's like a year wild. before Skyrim came out, and now we still don't have another game. Um, well, they've been doing Elder Scrolls Online. That's really been the focus. Yeah. And I actually, a buddy of mine was like, hey, you might think that that stinks. You should really try it because it's good. And I did. And it, it is good. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not a big MMO guy. And uh, I don't like seeing other people in my games. I don't know. It just bothers me. I'm like, ah, get out of my game. <laughs> I like that single player experience. And, uh, and this... Uh, you know, offers that a little bit more, a little bit more my taste. Yeah. Um, well, I'm excited to play. Uh, I don't know if I, for the first episode, should I just build a character? I imagine you could spend three hours just doing that. Um, we'll see. I think it would stress you out a lot less if you just, you know, got it installed, fired it up, made sure it was working, and then started that first episode just beginning from scratch. So yeah. creating the character. Because if you try to get all that done and be like through the prologue or whatever, I'm just assuming through the prologue before the first stream so that it's just action and story and stuff like that, I it's going to take you hours, I, I would guess, to get there. So I, yeah. to me, that's content. You might as well make that labs content. I think people will be excited to help 
be there to make the character, give you suggestions. Because also, I think these would be these would end up being five e suggestions, right? Like people that know yeah. classes and builds and f- whatever feats, spells to take. Do you know what you're thinking? Are you thinking anything in terms of class yet? It's just funny. I just started Googling what the classes are right now. And (laughs) uh, I think I would do like either Paladin or Sorcerer, maybe Wizard, or I could just do something that's only available uh, via 5e, which is Warlock, which just sounds cool. Uh, Everybody always talks about Warlock. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I played a Warlock in like my only 5e thing that I did. What did we do? Oh, when we, I think I was a warlock when we did New Game Who Dis 1, D&D 5e. I'm pretty uh, yeah. sure I built a warlock. Uh, yeah, anyway, it's, I, I'm excited for you. I think, I think it's great. Uh, I, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to get it, uh, play it, you yeah. know, but I, I, I definitely want to play Starfield too. That's probably and, my priority. Dude, who knows? If I can figure out the tech, we could just, we could get a, a legit party going for some of these streams and, and have everybody on. Yeah, uh, I'd love to see how that, how that goes. So you just get it started and then, because I don't know if you can't co-op until after the prologue, right? If it has like those kind of yeah, mechanics, like uh, Diablo. Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm I'm excited, and and I and certainly you know we'll see what what the schedule is like. But in addition to labs, I'd like to get it on the employee lounge too. I'll I'll, I'll put my old playthrough up. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, I want to get back on the lounge hours. myself. Uh, I've been feeling like I can lately. I've been feeling like I've got a little bit more time to get back on the on the lounge. I'm just trying to think of the right the right game to do it and uh yeah with these big releases coming up it's like ah oh, come on maybe i should just wait for something big we can also all play Baldur's gate like i don't i think that that will have people will watch all those streams yeah <laughs> you totally. and i and skid could all play and people would watch all three of them yeah uh and you know ones that we can do together would be great uh we should also play some more gloomhaven too because it's just so good yeah we're, dude. We're, we're, we're all on there together it's so fun all right uh let's real quick talk about um Little bit of sports before we get into We Are Stupid, uh, which is going to be pretty light this week. It was a quick ep uh, of SideQuest Sidesish this week. But first, um, everybody should know who's a football fan uh, that we are doing a survivor pool. Uh, this is a McD spearheaded joint in uh, our, the Discord. Um, so if mm-hmm. you are a member of the of the Patreon and Discord, you can join the GCN Survivor Pool. Um, it's I'm in there it. is there is a Survivor. I'm in it. There's a Survivor <laughs> Pool Discord channel. Last year, I lost in the first week. <laughs> it was a lot of people lost yeah. early on. For those that don't know, a Survivor Pool is where you just pick one game per week where you are. Ex- guaranteeing the winner and if you lose that game you're out of the pool uh and then it whittles it all down all season long until there's just one survivor who wins it all so and you can't pick the same team twice so it's just a fun game to get into it doesn't cost you anything and uh it's just good interaction fun time with the niche i'm gonna give you a free pick here for everybody if you just want to play and you want a guaranteed win uh in the first week uh just choose who's ever going against the cardinals <laughs> they are. Well, you know, I did that last year with the Seahawks, and that's why I lost. I picked the Broncos to beat the Seahawks because I thought they were going to be so terrible. And uh, Seahawks ended up having like a nine-win season or something. Just take the Washington Commanders. They're playing the Cardinals. Uh, they're playing in Washington, and uh, Cardinals are just – they've already given up on the season. They have. They've imploded their their team. And there's a bunch of fantasy leagues, too, that have opened up. I think last year there were like two or three leagues that were all full of niche members. Sorry, this is niche fantasy leagues. Niche yeah, fantasy yeah. leagues. Um, so get in on that, too. It's yeah, if you want to play fantasy football or you want to experiment with it and, and when you want to play with the community, with the niche, you can do that through Discord, too. McD has set all those up uh, and everybody is splitting up into leagues now. I mean, there's like... 
multiple le- I think there's like 10 or more leagues. Uh, so oh, no shit. There's I think many? there is. Yeah. So jump in and, and get split out into a league. Obviously, this is the last week before you can before you have to draft and uh, games start happening. I'm so fucking excited, man. This is the best time of year outside of Christmas. My birthday is in a couple days, dude. That's right. Uh, it was just Kate's birthday. Uh, what are you doing for your feed day? You going out to, you taking yourself out to a nice steak, John? Uh, no, no, it's hard. Uh, we, I think uh, we're at the point now where we can get a babysitter. Uh, everybody's, you know, they sleep at least between eight and midnight now. Uh, so I think we could, we could sneak out. There's this great restaurant, um, called Goose Feather. Do you know Dale Taldi? It's like a celebrity chef, Dale Taldi. He has this restaurant called Goose Feather here and it's in Tarrytown. And, uh, I love Tarrytown. So fucking lovely. It's at this like inn. It's the restaurant at an inn somewhere oh, in Tarrytown. It's just that, that it's is such so a, my vibe. Yeah, so I'm like, and whenever Sam and I, on the rare chance we get a date night, uh, it's like going to Goose Feather. So we might we might do that. I, I said, why don't we just bring all the kids to Smith and Walensky? She's like, are you out of your fucking mind? Do you want to <laughs> you want to spend that kind of money and not enjoy the meal? I'm like, hey, <laughs> maybe we'll just get a uh, babysitter. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's talk a little We Are Stupid, uh, episode 11 of season two of SideQuest Side Sesh. Um, uh, Professor Eric writes in first and foremost with uh, flat-footed doesn't block AOOs, as Troy said at the start of the session. I, I, I'm a Does little that, bit confused. Did I say the right thing or the wrong thing? <laughs> I think I don't know. I'm a little confused by the wording here. Apologies, Eric. But I think uh, what... What you probably said is, oh, you can't take an AOO because you're flat-footed. You can't take reactions. I think I said the other thing. I I think I said uh, it doesn't – I think I was correct. (laughs) I'm not just – I I think he's just confirming that. Confirming that. Troy was right um, to say that. So what what, what did you say? What was right? Flat-footed does not prevent you from having reactions. Right. There's other things which do, which we've talked about last week. <laughs> yeah. But all flat-footed does is uh, minus two, a minus two to AC. Yeah. That's pretty and, much and it. And only to the people that are actually, much to Skid's chagrin, that are actually uh, on flanking. opposite sides of you. <laughs> yeah, flanking. And it gives you, it gives some people a bonus, right? Like if you have bonus sneak attack damage when an opponent is flat-footed, like that can trigger. Um, but otherwise, it has no other effects on your character besides a reduction of your AC. Right. Okay, good to know. Uh, this was a, such a funny one. I, oh God, I love when Professor Eric uh, puts on his Joe O'Brien slash Grant Berger hat and gets <laughs> passive aggressive. This is wonderful. <laughs> Does Champ actually have an attack of opportunity? Is the question. I could hear it in Grant Berger's voice. Like, does Champ have an attack of opportunity? Uh, at this level, I don't think a champion can. I think it's a level six feet. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Of course, Champ doesn't have an attack of opportunity. I think I just got swept up in the moment. I think you were like, <laughs> he moves away, and you and you and you get an attack of opportunity. And we just were like, cool. I just like swung and you just away. Took one. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even occur to me for a second. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I forgot we were playing 2E for a moment. Right. You're like, I'll swing. Hit. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, unfortunately, I'm, I'm a dummy. So apologies. Apologies for that. Um, and then lastly, I mean, this is not a, a stupid thing, but Eric just sort of lays out that the, the Jenkin fight he felt was super smooth. As you would say, a clean fight. Good clean fight. A good clean fight. Uh, he timed it. It only took 10 minutes of real time. Mm. And uh, he said even the King fight, which is a lot more complicated, felt like about 20 total minutes over two episodes. 
it just he's appraising. He says we are we seem to be getting a greater comfort with Tui and the characters, and uh, you're getting into the sweet spot now for combat, and it's not consuming more time than it needs to. So that's uh, thank you very much, Eric. I'm, I, yeah, I'm feeling real comfortable with it, and, and we're playing so much more now. We've got uh, eight episodes of Glass Cannon in the can, and uh, you know, spoiler alert: there are combats in that show, and uh, it just feels. It feels like we're getting pretty smooth. Um, yeah, which yeah, is I, nice. I totally agree. I, I feel a lot more comfortable with it. Things are just coming right off the top of my head. Like, oh no, that you can't do that, or that is a thing, or blah blah blah. Or the bonus is plus one, or the DC is this. Like, and it's just because of repetition. You know, it's just over and over and over. I almost cut that fight just because, like, I knew we were winding down, and I wanted to just make sure that we finished it by episode twelve. Because um, I'm like, this is just a dumb fight. Uh, but it it has repercussions. You know, just because you're you're under so much duress right now, if they do a little bit of damage to you, you don't have a ton of time to heal, and that's really the whole point of it. Um, and I also chip, wanted chip chipping away, chip chip said. chipping away. Every point counts, especially at these low levels. And uh, I also knew you guys would stomp them, and so I was just like, let's let's do this fight. I think it'll be fun practice. What I really wanted to do though was make it more interesting by. Uh, sprinkling in the sub tier five six encounter, which instead of Jenkins, it's Red Caps. Oh, get out of here! <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's wanted, right, they are Fey. That's right. Yeah, I wanted to do the Red Caps. So the the five six sub tier would have been two Red Caps and one Jenkin. But the Red Caps in two E are uh, creature fives, and so wow. yeah, even if I, I was like, maybe I could just have them fight one Red Cap, but like four on one, it would have been. Uh, you're not supposed to get that fucked up. And red caps are pretty fucking sweet in 2E. So I was like, all right, I'll just stick with the Jenkins. But I was, I was close. Honestly, they're pretty sweet in 1E. They are scary, scary creatures. Yeah. So I mean, not only, you know, not only, um, in their demeanor, but, uh, in their, their, their stats are solid. They're, they're strong creatures. Yeah. They have AOOs. They're, they've got a scythe plus 15. 1d10 plus 10 slashing with the deadly trait for another 1d10 on a crit. And at plus 15, I certainly would have got some crits. They Absolutely. Kick. They got those spiky boots. Uh, and then, yeah, deadly cleave is uh, the, the red cap reduces a creature to zero. Oh, so the trigger is if the red cap reduces a creature to zero hit points with a scythe strike. Uh, you can do deadly cleave. The red cap then makes another scythe strike against a different creature using the same multiple attack penalty as the scythe strike that triggered the reaction. Uh, and that counts to it. So it's like a free attack. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, them being like, bah, 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 like right. just madly <laughs> hacking the entire party to death. I mean, it just <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. You can yeah. picture it. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for this week, everybody. That's the show. Thank you so much for hanging out, as always. Uh, it's a pleasure to hang with you guys and to c- come in charging over these next two weeks. SideQuest Side Sesh Finale, Glass Cannon Podcast Campaign 2 premiere in a oh. couple weeks. Uh, it's going to be a juicy couple weeks, and we're glad to have you guys here with us. So, Dude, thank we had you. over 1,000 people watching the uh, Twitch last week. How many people were we going to have watching we the YouTube premiere? That was my goal way back when. I can't remember that that big, maybe episode 250 or something, GCP 250, and we beat that. So this Things is really exciting. Guys, it's going to be awesome. Oh, and only 20 tickets left to Boston. 20 only 20 tickets, tickets left. left. Let's go, beat Get your Boston tickets. Got to go. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.